Howdy, Slate Plus. Hello. How are you? What's going on? Um, you probably had a a um, probably had a decent week. Maybe I hope you had a decent week. I don't know if you had a decent week. Maybe you had a shitty week. I'm not sure. Anyway, we're going to talk about the weird new twist in the Seth Rich story. The Seth Rich story, which I managed to kind of shield myself from because it seemed disgusting and grotesque. Uh, and indeed, it is disgusting and grotesque. And now tragic. That I up on it. Yeah. So Seth Rich is a young man who was killed, who worked for the DNC. And after his death, rumors swirled, completely manufactured by conservative media and conservative gadflies that Rich had knowledge of leaks of documents Democrats had made to WikiLeaks. It's very sort of hard to understand even what the chain of command, if chain of the chain of activity would be. But the implication was that Rich was murdered because he knew too much about the malfeasance that Democrats were conducting and that actually his, you know, that, that what he knew in fact proved that the Trump administration there was no, not colluding with Russia, that Russia, in fact, wasn't responsible for the hacks that were taking place of the Democrats. Now comes news. But, I mean, Ruth, just explain this crazy lawsuit. Oh, I was like hoping okay. I wasn't going okay, to be explain the one. Okay, I'll explain this. No, David was tired of listening to himself talk. I am. Exactly. That's what's happening. So in any case, the, what's happened is a person named Rod Wheeler, who was the investigator. Rod Wheeler is an investigator who was hired by a conservative money bags named Ed Batowski. I think that's I'm saying his name right uh, to investigate the rich murder and and went Wheeler consulted with a family about this and was going to investigate it. And Wheeler has now filed a lawsuit basically saying that this was all a setup in order for him to basically feed into some false Fox narrative that was then affirmed by the White House that he met with Sean Spicer to, to inform Sean Spicer that they were that they were uh, pursuing this bogus line of inquiry and that basically made all of these claims about sort of supposed FBI investigations of Rich's murder that didn't exist and other false claims. And it was all ginned up and manufactured by this guy Potowski, perhaps with White House help, in order to distract from the Russia investigation. That's sort of the main theme, yes? Yes, um, but what wait, I, there's, I mess, well, wait there's more. I mean, the most amazing parts of this, and we don't know what's true in the allegations, um, but there is uh, more documentary evidence than uh, we've seen in some other lawsuits, has to do with what the role of the White House was. So it's clear there was a meeting with Sean Spicer. Um, Spicer acknowledges with that. With that guy, he said Ed he Vitowski, took it right? With and, Ed Vitowski. And Wheeler, and Rod Wheeler. Right. Um, to brief him, they say, on the nature of the discoveries they've made. And by the way, I think it's really important to point out that whatever Seth Rich's parents' um, relationship was and their willingness to, and I'm not clear on that, to hook up with Wheeler to figure out what happened to their son, they have been very, very clear that they do not believe that he was murdered as part of this terrible conspiracy, that it is a that it looks like he was murdered in a street crime and that it's, you know, just adding to their Im already immense grief to be doing this. So we should um, understand that the Hannity's of the world who are purveying this just really should be ashamed of themselves, capitalizing on a parent's grief, on parents' grief 
for political purposes. But meanwhile, back at the White House, um, there is this meeting with Sean Spicer. That is not disputed. It is also not disputed that Spicer asked about what the White House's view was of this conspiracy allegations about um, the murder of Seth Rich, said, well, he didn't really have anything to say about it and wouldn't be normal or appropriate for a White House to be involved in this, this at the after the very moment when he had had this meeting. And so, surprise, surprise, less than fulsome truth from, I know I'm going to get some complaints about fulsome, but I did look it up and I think that it does have this other meaning, less than full-throated truth um, from Sean Spicer. Then there are these very tantalizing and yet to be proven allegations that involve the president himself. So there is an email trail where one says to the other, um, Wheeler says to, I don't, I'm not getting clear whether it's Wheeler to Butowski or the other way around. I think it's Wheeler to, well, whatever, that the president is very interested in this, that the president wants this story out, that the president wants the content of this story to look this way. They say, oh, just joking. Really, I think those here. are from Butowski, um, those and, messages. From Batowski. Batowski, thank you for helping me out yep. there, Emily. Batowski says just joking, which is the apparent um, first refuge of the Trump administration he says just whenever it now. says he something. He doesn't say just joking jo- back then. No, he doesn't say yes, thank you. He doesn't say just joking then. He now explains it that obvious, it was obvious that he was joking. Um, we don't know. And normally I would dismiss it or not take it seriously because it seems so preposterous to imagine that a president of the United States would be involved in purveying a ridiculous conspiracy theory of this sort, but I'm not because just saying. I didn't, you know, the the Trump part of it seems, it really seems tenuous. So well, you don't believe, I mean, there's no, I mean, the Batowski thing is like a voicemail message that, you know, I think exists. Like, I'm pretty sure it, it seems from the NPR story, which is by David Fulkenflik, that he had access to those voicemail messages. So, David, does that mean you think Batowski was just like, bragging or making stuff yeah i think he was just talking shit i think he was just trying to put pressure on wheeler to help get the story out and the way he was going to do it was to say the president is totally read into this and is all wired on it i'm not saying i'm not saying that the president that it's impossible the president knew about this i'm just saying butowski who is seems to be a kind of very large personality a kind of aggressive blowhardy kind of person that seems like well within his character that he might have claimed that the president was cared about this without have any any knowledge that the president knew anything about so, it. So David, that's totally possible and I feel like I'm in the you know gaslight situation here, but this is the Trump White House. Yeah, oh, Amazing sure. things for, have happened. For sure. for and we and what was Sean Spicer doing taking this meeting or allowing this meeting to continue if he didn't know in advance that it was on this ridiculous subject that a White House, a normal White House should be nowhere near. For sure, for so sure. So we don't know what who else for in sure. the White House was connected up or involved in this and I feel like I'm sounding like a crazy sure. person but that's yeah. where I've right. been driven right. to. Right. And they right and they Thank don't deserve Donald the pre- they deserve the presumption a of guilt for these guys. But it's just the that there's very there's very little at this moment there is extremely little evidence to point to presidential involvement in this. It's like it's very at a remove at the moment. It's somebody sort of making a claim who's not necessarily someone to be trusted. I want to back up to the Fox News part of this which is like 
the horribleness of the idea that Fox News essentially concocted a fake news story that was about the death of a young man in a way that was extremely harmful to his family. I mean, Rod Wheeler, the, you know, investigator for hire here, is not the most credible guy in the room either because he went on Fox and said all this stuff, which he's now saying he knew wasn't true at the time and that was, like, being fed to him. But there's just something deeply unsettling about the role that Fox News is being at least alleged to have played here. And they did retract the story, but they've never issued an apology as far as I know or done an internal investigation. We just really don't know what happened and how the story came to air the way it did. Um, well, good point, but I'm going to sort of um, <laughs> go manically back. go back to the White okay. House and point out, building on this real injury that we're doing to Seth Rich's parents, yes. Um, and to his memory, that the White House press secretary was unable slash unwilling to say as recently as yesterday um, what President Trump believes about the Seth Rich murder and to just to sort of put that to rest as uh, to take off or take away the potential White House imprimatur on all of this. Well, and they're just in every administration and political cycle, right, there are just people who get sacrificed on the horrible altar of a false narrative taking over and a kind of suspicion hanging over a death or some other tragedy that it feels like will never go away. Even if all of this is ridiculous, you know, it's it's sort of there for the rich family to contend with. And it's like being the victim of a mob attack on social media, um, or maybe it's worse than that. And there's just something so deeply unfair and sad about that part of the story. Yeah. Do you think that we are um, – what do you think the, the role of the media should be in covering the story? Should we be covering this because it's an outrage uh, being committed against this family? Or is, in fact, every bit of attention that we're giving to it multiplying that outrage? I'm, a, I'm very ambivalent. I've never talked about it. I haven't wanted to talk about it because it just felt like why bring attention to something which is so – crazy and off base and damaging to the family. I felt that way about it for a long time, but now I feel like it's sort of at the point where you you can't really ignore it (laughs) in light of this lawsuit, in light of, you know, picking apart the who did what, and because Fox News never accounted for its own conduct in all of this. And ordinarily, I would be reluctant to give a, a lot of attention to a lawsuit at its initial filing. You never know whether it's going to go anywhere. You would sort of want to wait to see discovery. But David Falkenflik is a really good reporter, yes. and he found a lot of um, evidentiary basis for this lawsuit and shared it with us. And so I, on this one, because this is so scummy, because the idea that the Trump White House was involved in this in any way is so repulsive. I think we have to report on it. And no one feels, all of us feel terrible for the rich family. But I think that the potential of White House involvement in a conspiracy theory of this outrageousness and repulsiveness requires some reporting. All right, Slate Plus. Last word there to Ruth Marcus. And it had this repulsiveness in it, which is always good. I'd like to say repulsive. To as end much on as repulsiveness. It's just the theme word. <laughs> I, I the theme word of 2017. Today I said celestial and repulsive, so I feel pretty good. What would be both <laughs> celestial so. and repulsive? It would be um, some an, ugly tide type of thing. I don't know. 
an an asteroid hurtling yeah, towards that's what I was the Earth. A murderous that- star. Yeah. <laughs> By Slate Plus.